Welcome back to the Success Road Podcast. My name is Joshua Rivers, your host, and this is the podcast to help you be able to reach higher and higher levels of success, knowing that success is not a destination, it's a journey that we are on. In today's episode, we're going to be hearing from Mark Sievercrop. If you've been following the podcast for a while, that name should sound familiar. He's been on the show a couple different times, and there was a interview I did with him a little while back on my other podcast, the Messy Middle Podcast, and if you'll notice, I'm bringing several of those uh, interviews and episodes over here because there's definitely a crossover between that podcast and this podcast, and so in that episode, he talks about... Uh, some different things that he's done as far as transitioning from different work that he's done to work that he loves. He's working, um, I, w- I can't say by himself, uh, but he is um, definitely self-employed. And so he is doing a lot of great things. Several years ago, he helped Scott Barlow start Happen to Your Career and really get that launched, worked with him for a little over a year on that. I believe it was about a year and a half they worked together um, with that before Mark went off and started doing his own thing. But here lately, Mark has come back to work with Scott a little bit more, and they are really trying to ramp up some of the things that they initially set out, which is something called Figure Out What Fits. And so it's a program that they put together. Um, Actually, it started as Work You Love One Stop. And so a lot of great things to be able to help people be able to figure out what it is that they want to do, what they love to do, figure out what is uh, what their strengths are. And so it is something to be able to help them figure it out. And so Scott is actually having a webinar coming up. And so there's going to be more information about that a little bit later, and we'll definitely have that on the website as well. And so you're going to be able to do that and be able to have uh, take part in that webinar. But there is also an ebook um, that is connected with that as well, called the Figure It Out, um, Figure Out What You Want. It's a guide, and so it's twenty uh, some pages long and it goes through a lot of great information, a lot of things to be able to help you be able to figure out what it is that you want to try to do to be able to make the transitions that you're needing to make in your life. And so definitely some really, really good things. And so today though, as we go into the interview, we're going to talk to Mark and we're going to talk a little bit about one of his books as well, which is Project Success which is something that we've talked about uh, before when he first launched it a couple years ago. And so, but definitely very, very good material, very relevant to be able to look at different things that you're working on, not in light as a big, huge life change, but as a project. And it could really change the outlook that you have, it change the view that you have as you do those things. And it can really make a difference in the impact that it can make in what you're doing as well. And so without any further ado, we're going to go ahead and go right into the interview with Mark Sievercrop. All right. Welcome back to the Messy Middle Podcast. Today, I have a 
special guest with us, Mark Sievercrop. He is uh, a friend of mine. We've been friends for several years online, never met in person yet. Um, That's right. Hopefully we'll be able to correct that in the future. Uh, yes. So, yeah, Mark, definitely glad to have you on the podcast. Thanks. Glad to be here. Yes. And so we spent a year together doing a different podcast together, the 24 podcast. Yes, we did. And so we, we kind of, during the first start of this, we started going down that route <laughs> and had to make a switch to um, the current podcast that we're doing right. now. So, <laughs> yeah, I, uh, you know, Josh, I think it's, it's important to point out that I, I think I could almost say that you started me in podcasting. And now I've done like seven podcasts. Okay, it hasn't been that many, but I think I'm on like, what, three, four, four. My fourth one, I think, now. So yeah. thank you. Thank you for your inspiration. You're an inspiration to us all. <laughs> well, thank you. So <laughs> definitely glad to be able to have worked with you. Yeah, I think uh, I was just listening to um, the very first episode um, that we did way back when, when I was doing the Quality Living Made Simple podcast. Mm-hmm. And we were talking about uh, purpose. Yes. So, um, I think that was the the very first one that you had done. And so, I've, we've come a long way since then. Yes. And you so, know, I re- when I did that, I think I was sitting in my vehicle at work on my phone recording that podcast. <laughs> now here I am at my home office with an ATR two thousand microphone, and wow, yeah. long ways. Yeah, so um, well, why don't you go? Why, why don't we go ahead and um, kind of go back into your story a little bit to kind of set up where you were, so we can understand a little bit more about where you are now. Hello. Well, we're starting off good. Yeah. Apparently, <laughs> <laughs> we're joking around too much, and my Skype or your Skype didn't like it. Yeah, just my Skype just popped up and said, there's a problem with the internet connection. I'm like, what? <laughs> Are you kidding me? Anyways. Okay, so Back. start that question over. Okay. All right, so why don't we uh, go ahead and take a minute and kind of dive back into your story, kind of see where you came from so we can understand a little bit more where you are now. I think... Um, if I remember correctly, that we can say that you had a job previously when we first met uh, that we could say was pretty crappy. <laughs> we could say that. Yeah. No, I uh, shoot. What was it? It's been probably well, I was at my last job. The the job I just had, I was at for two years. So like three years ago. Um, yeah, I was in a job that I mean, you know, when Josh, you and I first met, I mean, I was working 75, 80 hours a week. I was, um, you know out of town three or four nights a week and never saw my family, uh, made pretty good money, but that's only because I was working 75 hours a week. Um, anytime you work a full week and then get another week of time and a half, it is pretty good. But, you know, I got to the point where it's like, it didn't even matter. Like the money was not worth it. You know, not being around my family, being tired all the time. Um, it, it just really wore me out. And, you know, through, a uh, series of connections and and friends and and just um, good fortune, I was able to to switch out of that job and and made a, a transition to the job I just previously had, which was um, a, a very good job and it very, gave me a lot of uh, freedom. Um, I enjoyed what I was doing, and um, so that was 
that was good and that was a, a good transition and and um, I was really happy to make it and then just recently um, in the last shoot six weeks I uh, I left there and and I, I'd like to say I retired um, which is fun to say and people look at you funny when you say it but um, I, I became a contractor for a mutual friend of ours, uh, Matt McWilliams. And so I work from home, I set my own schedule and, um, I'm, I'm even happier now, but, um, you know, definitely trying to figure some things out as far as working from home and, and the new, the new unique challenges that come from that, but, uh, it, really enjoying it so far. Yeah, we'll definitely dive into that. Cause that's what I really wanted to focus on during the meat of this, um, and so, so we talked a little bit about your podcasting history as well. And so, the two of us, uh, you were a guest on um, a couple of my other podcasts, uh, but mm-hmm. the, we did the Twenty Four podcast together for a year. Mm-hmm. Um, and why don't you go ahead and tell us the other two podcasts that you were involved in? Well, yeah, so we did the Twenty Four podcast, and right about the same time, I think, yeah, it was about right about the same time we start. I started the uh, Happen to Your Career podcast with um, Scott Barlow. And was on that with him, I think, through the first 40 episodes, something like that. Um, and then uh, he and I parted ways um, on good terms. It was just a matter of me having more on my plate than I could handle. Um, so he's still going strong with that. And I know that, that you're involved with that as well, Josh. But uh, then I, I've done a little bit of podcasting individually. I have the Real World Networking Podcast, which I haven't posted anything for a while. I need to get back to doing so, but I, I do have that one. And then I just recently, with my um, transition to working with Matt McWilliams, became the the co-host and the producer of his podcast, The World Changer Show. So um, I made my, my debut there about oh, eight episodes ago. I think we're recording nine and ten later on today. So um, it's been fun, and it, it's weird to, to call myself a quote-unquote podcaster now because, I mean, you know, <laughs> two years ago, I, I'd never podcasted in my life, and now, like you said, I've done several podcasts, and it's been a, it's been a really neat experience, and opened a lot of doors, and and I've met tons of, um, what I would call famous people or, or really successful people through podcasting, and and uh, really fortunate to do so. Yeah, absolutely. I'm definitely thankful for the privileges I have been able to have as a result of starting podcasting, getting over that fear, and getting over the. Um, obstacles of time and technology. (laughs) I'm still trying to get over the obstacles of technology sometimes. How long did it take me to get Skype open today? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, so um, let's go ahead and go into that then as far as what you are doing now. So you're um, you're working um, with Matt McWilliams, um, Mm -hmm. kind of doing some contracting. And so can you kind of tell us a little bit more um, what you're legally allowed to say. Um, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I, um, I sell drugs to small children. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I, I work from home. So it's like every time we try to explain, like my wife or I try to explain what I do, my wife's like, I have no idea what he does. And then I try to explain it. And people just give me these blank stares because it's so foreign. So I joke that that's what I was going to tell everybody that I just, I sell drugs to children. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't really, I promise. Uh, so we, uh, Matt and I, I, I do a lot of the, the business operations for him. So um, I, I produce the, co- the the podcast, like I said. I um, prepare all the, the show flows for it and um, write that out, the script and whatnot. 
Um, I do some of the the show notes prep and whatnot, and we have some uh, VAs that do some of it as well. So I do that. I do a lot of special projects, it seems like. Um, there's a lot of uh, you know interacting with people, taking care of emails, um, that type of thing. And then we uh, we help with um, you know launches when people launch products and courses. Um, we we help them do that. So we um, you know we help with uh, you know various launches like that, and and it's been fun learning email marketing and and um, online marketing and. Um, a whole bunch of other stuff. I'm just, I'm learning a ton and, and it's been fun to, to really be able to work with someone like Matt who gives me the freedom to, you know, basically says, here, I need you to do this. I trust you to do it. Go for it. Um, rather than being, you know, micromanaged or, or anything like that. So yeah, I, you know, I think your audience will understand a little more of what I'm talking about. But when I talk to somebody in the grocery store and I say, yeah, it's online marketing and we help launch products. They're like, what are you talking about? What, what? How, how does that even work? So, um, it's been it's been fun trying to explain it to small town Washingtonians what what online marketing is, and the fact that it's like a real job. When I told my grandparents that I was quitting my really quote unquote good job to do this, that they, they were like they fell out of their chairs. They thought I was out of my mind, and it was you know over and over again. Are you gonna be able to support yourself? Are you gonna have enough work? Is this? Why would you leave what you're doing now to do that? And I'm like. Um, more money, better schedule, and I enjoy it. <laughs> but to them, it was just like, what? You're going to make money online? That's like, I mean, I might as well have been selling drugs to, drugs to children. That's about what they thought it was. <laughs> That's funny. That's funny. Now, our, just so I have a better understanding of, of, of how you're doing this, so are, are you and Matt kind of partners, or are you an employee, or... Uh, he works for me. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, I, I'm a contractor. So, um, you know, I'm, uh, you know, he has things he needs me to do. And, and um, I have a, re- a monthly retainer for doing that. But, um, I mean, I guess as far as, like, legally, we're not partners. Um, you know, it's his business and, and I work for him. But um, as far as workflow and stuff, we, we work really well together and bounce ideas off each other and, and you know, both of us have suggestions and ideas. And so that's been really, really beneficial in that aspect of, of, well, and, and he was very clear with that up front and I was, I was fine with it. I didn't expect anything else, but he's like, you understand that you're not like you, you're not like part owner. And I'm like, oh yeah, totally. Um, but you know, I, I, I run it as if, you know, I'm, you know, I invoice him every month and, and basically I, I work for myself. I mean, you know, if I wanted to, to go get other clients and do the same thing, I, I could certainly, um, do some aspects of that and, and be able to um, have that sort of freedom as a contractor, which is really nice. Okay, that, that's cool. That's kind of that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. So okay, good. I I wasn't exactly sure how that was. Uh, <laughs> so, I'll have to share this episode with him. He'll 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 get a laugh out of the fact that I said he worked for me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll work the audio and just said that one little part. That's right, and just edit everything else out. <laughs> Pat, you'll never believe what Mark said. Exactly. Well, he probably <laughs> would believe it. <laughs> yes, I think he probably would. Also, well, um, so, so so you've talked about all these different things, but you did mention that there are definite struggles that you have. Can you um, highlight maybe one or two of the uh, of the biggest ones that you can think of? Oh, struggles um, as, as far as what I'm doing now. Yes. Yeah, I think. Um, the biggest struggle for me 
Uh, and it's weird because it's been easier, but it has been a little more of a struggle too. So it was kind of a dichotomy there, but is is really working from home and just figuring out a routine. You know, that's, that's the hardest thing. And, and, you know, you, you and I were joking before this, that when I told people at my former job that I was going to be working from home, they gave me this look like, oh, he's going to be sleeping until nine and working in his, in his underwear and getting off at two. And, you know, I mean, everybody has this mentality of what you do if you work from home, but really on the other side is what I've had the struggle with is, um, you know, being able to draw the line and stop, you know, it's so easy to, you know, I walk by my computer all the time. So it's so easy to be like, Oh, let me check this email real quick. Or, Oh, did so-and-so respond back to me? Or I just need to do this one thing. And, and so that's been the biggest struggle for me is just, um, one, figuring out what my schedule is going to be. And, you know, two, making sure that I, you know, draw a line that allows me to not um, be focused so much on work. Um, the good thing has been, while I am working more than I did before, I, I do have that freedom. And so it's been nice, you know, a lot of times I'll, I'll be done with work by, by 3.30 or 4 in the afternoon um, for that time. And then um, I'll go back to work once the kids go to bed. You know, as my wife works evenings um, some nights. And so I, I go back and I work for two or three more hours. But um, it has allowed me that. But that's been the biggest struggle is just not working all the time and figuring out what my schedule is going to be. Well, yeah, definitely. That that sounds pretty cool. So uh, definitely getting to work it out. And so definitely during the first, um, I guess it's been, I guess it's about two months or a month or so that you've been mm-hmm. self-employed. So yeah, I'm just definitely trying to figure out the different schedules. I know that um, definitely let, like switching between school year and summertime uh, can be, um, even just a big adjustment in schedule. Um, yes, actually, it's funny you mentioned that because my kids started school yesterday, or my daughter, my son's not old enough, and I the, that happened. I mean, I had like two or three meetings that I always had and I'd been doing for six weeks, and then all of a sudden it's like, oh, shoot, I might have to change that because that doesn't work, you know, because I'm trying to, you know, help my wife get the kids ready and, and all these things, and so you're right. I mean, it was good and it was bad that I started in summer. You know, I think it was good because it gave my kids an opportunity to realize, wow, dad's home, but wow, dad can't talk all the time. Um, I guess that would be another struggle I've had is some days, some days my daughter does really well. She's six, but other days it's like every five minutes she's coming down the stairs because I'm in, I'm in my basement is where I have my office and she comes down the stairs and she'll want to talk to me literally every five minutes. She'll come and talk to me about something and then she'll leave and then come back again. And, um, you know, that's been a little bit of a struggle some days where I just have to stop and say, Brooklyn. I will be done at this time. I can say hi to you real quick. I can give you a hug, um, but I cannot have you know ten minute conversations every five minutes with you. And you know she gets sad, and and I have to remind her that hey, I'm home, and you see me a lot more than anybody else sees their parent probably. So don't be too depressed about it. But you know that's been another struggle is just figuring out that schedule with them as well, and and adjusting that. Yeah, I can definitely identify it with that. My full time job, I'm working third shift. Mm-hmm. And so my kids were were doing homeschool with them, and so I'm with them during the day, and so but they see me sleep, um, and so they they say I sleep all the time. <laughs> I don't sleep all the time. I get a couple hours of sleep. <laughs> right. It's like when you're sleeping, I'm working. <laughs> exactly. And so they they kind of understand it, but uh, right. not not entirely. But yeah, so mm-hmm. definitely a struggle. Yeah, I, I can. 
I can identify slightly with that so far. Hopefully, I'll be able to switch into full-time um, working at home, and then I'll get the full effect of that, and I'll probably have the same struggles of doing that. And so I definitely love spending time with my family, and so I, I, I'll definitely have that um, issue when I cross that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's uh, yeah. I mean, I, I think a schedule. I think the schedule is the biggest thing for me. I I, I haven't had a problem with uh, motivation because um, I think as long as you're doing something you enjoy doing, and I certainly am, um, that's not a problem. But yeah, that that schedule is a big thing. I mean, it's I think it's the hardest thing to figure out because you know everybody wants to work for themselves. I think or not everybody, but probably a lot of people do. Um, but when you actually are and nobody's telling you what to do, nobody's telling you when to start and when to stop. And, um, it, it takes a while. It takes a while to, to figure out a system for getting things done and making sure you don't miss things. And, and, um, you know, those are the, those have been the biggest, biggest challenges for me is just, yeah, figuring that out and making sure I don't miss things. I've had a couple of those where it's like, okay, well I need to write things down. I've never been a person to write things down, but now it's like every day in the morning I have to sit down and say, here are the things that I have to get done today. Here's, here's what my goals are. And if I don't do that, I forget something because it's so easy to get distracted and do something else, you know, even if it's work related, um, but get distracted and not get the most important things done. Well, that comes with age too. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Someday, someday I'll, someday I'll be old and wise. Yeah, I was gonna say I can't remember. Have you hit thirty yet? I, I have. Yeah, I'm I'm thirty. I just turned thirty. Like, well, I, not just. I suppose I'm almost thirty-one now. Jeez Louise! <laughs> See, it goes faster. You hit thirty, and it's just downhill from there. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Which every time I say that, somebody that's like forty or forty-five looks at me and says, "Shut up." Yeah, I, I, you're just a kid still. <laughs> I would say you'd start losing your hair, but I mean that mine's gone. Yep. Pretty that happened at seventeen. <laughs> All right. Well, um, well, one thing I was wondering, um, I, I had, we have a previous guest on the podcast that also recently switched to self-employment, and one of the struggles he was having at the time was that with health insurance. Um, have you had any struggles or issues trying to? get that part figured out with self-employment so here's what i did with that i uh yes is the short answer i you know with this this lovely you know exchange system we have now and everything i tried i i got on i looked and i'm like "Ah, i'm just gonna get my own and take care of it and this will be great and after about a day of that um not working and just not really being overwhelmed but really for me it was more of like just the 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 technology end of it and it just not working. Like it would kick me out and I don't know all the stuff that we've heard all about with the, 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 the insurance, um, issues. I finally, after a day said, okay, this is dumb. I'm, you know, I, my blog, I talk about networking, right. And meeting people and, and, and connecting with people. So I said, this is stupid. I said, who do I know that, that does insurance? And so I contacted a friend of mine. He's like, yeah, I only do commercial insurance. And I'm like, well, dang it. So I'm like, who else do I know? And I remembered that I had a friend of mine that does health insurance in the town next to mine. And so I sent him an email and said, hey, I need your help. I'm switching jobs in like a month and I need to figure out my life ins- my medical insurance. And so he came over and, and he did the whole thing for me. And it was like the easiest thing I've ever done since then. Um, but yeah, it is. I mean, it's, it's different. It is, um, you know, those types of things like just realizing 
um, that, that you have to take care of those things. Nobody else is doing it for you. Um, in the same vein with that, the other one that I had to really focus on was, um, you know, the financial aspect and budgeting because I get paid once a month now, which absolutely terrified me because I've never been the greatest budgeter in the world. And so it's like, you know, beforehand, it's like I got paid every two weeks. So if I ran out of money, it's like, well, you know, we, we just won't do anything between now and next Friday. Right. Mm-hmm. But now it's like, if I do that now and I only get paid once a month, it's like, well, now we don't do anything for three weeks, you know? <laughs> so, so that was, you know, the, the finances part of it. Now that you mentioned, it, I hadn't even thought about that, but yeah, that was a, that was, because I got that figured out now. I mean, I found a system that works for me and so it's not a stress anymore, but it was initially and I was worried about it. Um, so the finances, but, but even more than that, figuring out the taxes, you know, and how to do taxes because as a contractor, you know, I have to take care of my own taxes and, I've heard way too many stories of people that start a business, don't think about that, and then all of a sudden the IRS is saying, hey, you owe us like 10 grand. And you're like, I have no way to give you 10 grand. So, you know, I, I spent a lot of time in the, um, you know, the month leading up to me going full time, you know, talking with uh, a couple CPAs and, and just bouncing ideas off of them and, you know, talking with my insurance guy and, and getting his ideas. And so I think that's the, the mentality that that you have to switch when you're when you're changing what you're doing and especially going to working for yourself or being a contractor is that idea of being willing to seek out experts in other fields and not just try to do it yourself because i think a lot of times as an employee it's easy to do the stuff you have to do by yourself because it's not much you know your taxes are taken care of for you you just have to pick your insurance plan every year or whatever but realizing that it's okay to um, you know, spend a little bit of money or, or, uh, you know, spend a little bit of time talking with experts and realizing that that you can't do it all yourself and, and being okay with that. And I think that's a mind shift that, that I had to make. And, um, you know, that's one that I'll, I'll continue doing is, you know, that, that idea that we all talk about, I guess, when we're, you know, in that, that self-improvement, uh, space, of doing what you're good at and finding somebody else to do the rest and uh, being okay with that. I like that. I like that. Now, um, this podcast is is mainly focused at people that are in the middle, um, mm-hmm. in that inside perspective. Um, but but I mean, you're you're, you're definitely in the middle. Um, yeah. Maybe a little bit past. Um, some people might might think. Um, <laughs> but but maybe looking back in hindsight, um, if you were to go and talk to the Mark of two years ago, um, the the guy that was struggling with with what he wanted to do trying to figure out what he wanted to do and trying to make it all work um and but didn't quite know exactly what was going to happen with that and and all that and all all the situation that that you remember that you were going through at that time what Mm -hmm. advice would you give to him well i think um i was i was gonna kind of clarify, but I think this would be advice I would give myself too. So I'll just jump into that. Uh, one of the things that I would say is, you know, to that person, and I've said this several times to people is it happens a lot faster than you think it will. Um, you know, when I was in that job that I absolutely hated, I literally felt like it was going to go on for the rest of my life. I mean, it, it j- there just seemed to be no end, no end in sight. And I've told this to several people. Um, and as they've found that, you know, they've transitioned jobs or, or found something that they like doing or whatever, they've all agreed that 
it, it goes a lot faster than you think when, when you're in the middle of it, when you're in, in the thick of it and you know, things aren't going right, or maybe you're just stressed or you're tired or whatever. It is so easy to feel like, man, I, I am going to be here forever. It, it is going to take forever. And intellectually, you know, you're not, but you feel that way. And so what I would tell myself if I was to go back is, Hey, it's going to happen a lot faster than you think it is. Just hang in there, you know, keep pushing, keep fighting, keep, you know, doing what you're doing. And you're going to get out of it a lot faster because, I mean, I look back now and it seems like the blink of an eye that things, you know, dramatically changed for me. The second thing I would say is, and this is the kind of on what you made, the comment you made about, you know, some people thinking that maybe I'm a little bit past the middle is I found that whenever you think you get past that, you know, messy middle, you just find that you're in a new middle and, um, you know, there's new challenges and there's new things. And so, um, you know, I, I'm really careful now of thinking when I get to this point, everything will be great. Um, because you just, you trade one set of challenges for another set of challenges. And I don't want to say problems because a lot of them aren't problems necessarily, but there are new challenges, you know, and people look at my schedule and, and what I'm doing now. And, and like you said, I mean, a lot of people, a lot of my friends are like, man, that must be so nice. You get to set your own schedule and all these things. And it's like, well, yeah, but there's, there's other challenges that come with it too. Um, and so that's the, the second thing I would say is just that, you know, we're, we're always, I think in the messy middle, I think we're always to some extent figuring it out. I mean, um, we look at people that are successful and we think that they don't have any problems and, and things are going well and, you know, they have a, the perfect life and, and some of them might, but I think for the most, the vast majority of them, there's still things that they're struggling to figure out and there's still things that they're they're learning and and if they're trying to grow and advance their careers and their their lives then then certainly um there's things that they're still trying to figure out and there's still you know stresses and there's still challenges and and i mean there's always going to be something that you're focusing on i mean you think of like a someone that wins the lottery and everybody thinks their life's perfect but i mean look at all the struggles and the challenges that come from that i mean you know, from the taxes and from, you know, hiring people to help you with it. And, you know, so many of those people end up, you know, sadly failing. <laughs> and, you know, five years later, they're completely broke and they're in, in the same spot they were before. So I, I think even when we think people have it all figured out and they've made it through that, that messy middle that they've, you know, they've just traded one middle for their next one. And, and you just need to keep, you know, keep working through it and keep focusing. And, and it really is a mindset and it's just, um, you know, realizing that this is the new challenge and you're going to grow through it and, and, um, just getting a little bit better each day. Wow. That was perfect. I love that. Now, as we wrap it up, um, um, maybe, maybe a couple things here. First of all, um, you have a book that you wrote. Mm -hmm. Um, and so about working on projects, um, why don't you just go ahead and tell us about that a little bit and where people might be able to get that. Yeah, definitely. I, uh, Shoot, if I would, I didn't even think about mentioning that today. Um, I'll have to, I'll get you a link, um, and I'll, I'll, um, for your audience, I'll find a, yeah. Well, what about fifty percent off? How's that sound? Is that good? That'll be good. Um, yeah, my book project success is, I think, really, really beneficial to anybody that that is in the messy middle. Um, now that you mention it, because. The idea of this book is that we all have ideas and we all start things and we all have big plans, but then if we fail at those plans because we plan on doing them forever and then it doesn't work out for whatever reason, we can't pivot and we can't um, get over the the idea of that we failed. 
Um, and, and this is me to a T. I mean, I joke around that I, I could go with a business idea from my garage to a Fortune 100 company in like 2.6 seconds. Like, mm. I, I would have everything planned out. And then I would give up on the idea because I'd say, well, I have no idea what the regulations are on a corporate jet, and I don't know anybody that can fly it, so why even start my company? You know, and, and I think a lot of people are that way. So the idea of a project is take that big idea and break it down into like a three-month period or a six-month period and say, I'm going to do this from now until six months from now. And then I'm going to assess whether I like doing it, whether it's working, and whether it's something I want to continue doing. Because so many times, I mean, Josh, I know you you follow Dan Miller, and I, I've heard Dan Miller say this a million times. The way you find out what you want to do is by trying things. But so many of us get excited about an idea, and we go headfirst into it. And then eight months later, we don't want to do it anymore. And so we stop. And then we deal with three years of family members and friends saying, hey, whatever happened to that one thing you were doing? And then you feel like a failure. You know, it's like, oh, well, I quit, you know? And so if you set up a project and you say, this is the beginning date, this is the end date, at the end of it, I'm going to assess whether I want to do it anymore. If you get to the end of it and you decide you don't want to do it, you were a success. I mean, you did what you said you were going to do. You said you were going to do it for six months and then you're going to reassess. And if that reassessment means that you don't do it anymore, that's fine. You've got you've got the experience from it, you've got the the connections and the the resources that you developed maybe, and you can pivot and do something else and start another project and and move on from that aspect. So it's a really really good way to be able to move forward on your dreams and your goals. But but really it's an it's an idea of creating projects that will help in any aspect of your life. I mean, there there's a reason that there are professional project managers. Doing projects works. Having that that framework for things works really well, and and so that's what the book's about. It's uh, it's about how to set up a project. It's about why why this works. Why that mindset and that mentality of of changing from doing something to doing a project really allows you to um, achieve what you want to achieve in life. And and I'm a great example of that. I mean, that's what I've done. Um, I, I think fairly well for the last couple of years is is set up these projects and and set up a time frame and and deter and reassess afterwards whether I want to keep doing it. And there's been things that I've decided I, I don't want to do that anymore. It doesn't fit, or I don't have the time, or it's not a priority, and that's okay. And I think that's the biggest thing is it doesn't. I don't let it hang over my head and and look like a failure for the rest of my life, because when we have all those failures, they just weigh us down, and it makes it so much harder to continue after that. Yeah, absolutely. And I was just looking looking back in my archives to see when it was that you wrote that. And almost two years ago. Yeah, that was almost two years ago. And wow, so, yeah. So, yeah, so I, I just thought that was interesting because we were just talking a minute ago about you talking to the yourself of two years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and so at that time, you were... Uh, you were, was very much in the messy middle at that point. Huh? What's that? I was very much in the messy middle at that point. <laughs> yeah, and so so you were working with um, Scott. It happened to your career at that time. Yeah. That was one of the things that um, came up in the conversation between the two of you. And Scott just turned to you and says, here, go write this. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes. Uh, it, I was forced into re- writing that book, and I'm so glad I was. Yeah, um, so because, because yeah. uh, kind of diving into a little bit more of that story, um, from what I remember, you can correct me if I'm – um, wrong in that, but but basically it, it was 
you and Scott, you were you were looking at it, and it's basically like here. This is basically how we started happening to your to your career, and there were other things that you had been working on as well that you started as projects. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, of course, you got the idea from Richie Norton's book, um, yep. who you were able to interview, which was Richie's, uh, Richie's my pal now. Yes, which is so cool to say. <laughs> and so, um, yeah, and so and so then from that point that you did that you just continued to do different projects here and there which mm-hmm. led to the level of success that you're able to have today where you were able to leave your job and be self-employed and so yeah it's a uh, so the way it came about we were we were trying to promote our podcast and so as many people do we were trying to come up with bonuses and and uh you know incentives for people to do that and so one of them was scott was going to offer his book um the get a raise guide and i was like yeah i've always wanted to write a book but i can't think of what i would write it on and we were sitting in starbucks one morning talking about it and and, uh he's like well what would you write about and i'm like i don't know he's like well remember when we first met you made the comment about projects and how uh you know you wanted to see if there's any projects we could work on i was like yeah he's like why don't you write about that and i'm like Okay. And then so before I could even think twice about it, he like puts it up on the website that this is one of like the things you get if you support our podcast. And so I I was kind of like strong armed into writing this book, but uh, (laughs) it was good. And, um, you know, it it certainly was kind of the way that it was the way Matt or Scott and I met because when I approached him, we had a mutual friend and and the email I sent him was, hey, you know, I, I read this book recently, Richie Norton's book. And it talks about projects and it talks about, um, you know, the, the good that can come from doing something for a little while if it, if it fits and then, and then moving on from that. And I said, you know, I wonder if there might be some projects that you and I could work on. We seem to have some fairly similar focus and uh, just want to get together and see. And we sat down and talked and I always joke and tease Scott that I felt like he, was, he walked away from that meeting thinking I'm never talking to him again. Like that's the mentality that I felt like he had. And uh, anyways, we started this, this project of, you know, Happen to Your Career and um, uh, the Happen to Your Career podcast. And, and that's turned into a, a very successful business for him. And and um, I know he's getting ready to, to move full time into that very shortly as well. So um, really proud of, of how those projects have turned out. And uh, I know that that approach to, you know, chasing your dreams would be beneficial for any of your audience. Absolutely. Yeah. So we'll definitely have uh have that link in the show notes to be able to get that book project success. Um, and so definitely go there to messy middle podcast.com slash zero one four or slash Mark Sievercrop. Um, the last name is spelled S I E V E R K R O P P. So you can, you can sing the Mickey Mouse theme song to that, by the way, there you go. <laughs> and so, uh, probably the easiest one is going to be the slash zero one four. Yes, <laughs> uh, and so uh, definitely want to get a hold of that. Um, definitely would in, uh, recommend that. And so I was able to get an early copy of that, um, and it's helped me to be able to do some things. And so I started viewing things instead of um, these huge things. I started viewing things in terms of projects, um, and it has definitely helped me to be able to um, make bite sized uh, chunks. Uh, some of the different things I was uh, doing. So nice. definitely would recommend that. So that's cool. I didn't know that. That makes me happy. There you go. Thanks, Josh. Rainbows and unicorns. <laughs> and so uh, with that, why don't we go ahead and 
uh, wrap it up. Why don't you go ahead and give us any other words of advice that you may have, if you have any. Um, otherwise, let everyone know how they can be able to get a hold of you or find out any more about you. Uh, best advice I could give you is shake the ketchup before you use it. <laughs> There's a long story that goes along with that, and if you want me to tell it to you, I, I will be happy to do so. Just, um, you know, I love to connect on on Twitter at scrop two, um, or I I love connecting with people. You know, we didn't really talk about it today, but one of the things I really focus on on my blog is is networking and uh, building relationships. And so, uh, with that in mind, you know, certainly connect with me on Twitter, or you can also um, connect with me uh, by sending me an email, and my email is just mark at severcrop.com. Just let me know you heard me here and would love to, to connect and get to know you a little bit better. All right. Well, I definitely hope that you enjoyed that and you got a lot out of that interview. I know I enjoyed being able to talk to him about that. Now, again, remember that Scott Barlow is having a launch of his figure out what fits and some different things related to that. And so he has a webinar that's coming up. It is, I believe, on Monday, May 2nd. So it's coming up very soon. But you do have opportunity to be able to sign up for that. If you go to joshuarivers.net slash F-I-O. That's for figure it out. So joshuarivers.net slash F-I-O. And you'll be able to check out a little bit more about that webinar and be able to sign up for that as well. And so definitely would love to be able to uh, see you there. And so I don't know if I'm going to be able to show up live or not. And so it depends on what my schedule is like, but I've been working with Scott for a while. Uh, He is actually a client of mine in my podcast production. And so I, I get to see some of the things, a lot of the things that go on behind the scenes with this and so and so scott has um has actually put this into practice in his own life and so as the saying says he's not only the president he's also a client and so everything that he presents he has uh put out and he's done it himself being able to make that transition himself and for the last couple years he's helped other people be able to make these transitions in their lives as well and so he can help you I know it can be very helpful. And so, again, this is free. Uh, there is an option to be able to purchase a higher level of this, but there are a lot of free options that are there for you to be able to just go check out and be able to do that. It'll take a little bit of work if you actually want to see the results, but it's not difficult and it's not um, overly taxing or anything like that. Just take a little bit of time be able to go through that. And so there's an eight day course um, that is with this. And so it's sent through email, you get videos and you get some written material and you go through, you answer the questions and the exercise, go through the exercises. And it's definitely a very, very good thing to be able to go through. And so if you'll remember, I can't remember how long ago it was, um, but Scott had shared some things about that and he actually flipped the microphone on me, if you will, and started interviewing me and asking me some of those questions on the podcast. And it was something that helped me to be able to clarify some of the things that I was doing. And I was able to get that feedback from him. Very, very good stuff. And so definitely excited to be able to share that with you. Go to joshuarivers.net slash F-I-O. And so with that, we're going to go ahead and sign off for this week. And I look forward to 
seeing you and hearing from you. And I will definitely stay in touch and talk to you later. Thank you. And God bless.